Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Back is Pickett. Throws it to the flat. Najee's wide open. He walks in for that Pittsburgh Steelers touchdown. From six yards out, wide open. Pickett to Harris. Well, yes. The question now... Is to Kenny or not to Kenny? That be the question I pose to you, Maximilian Starks. Oh, well. (laughs) Good morning, brother. I know. Good morning. Uh, (laughs) It's like way to punch it in the face right at the beginning there. (laughs) Starter sit. Now. Go. Five seconds. Five seconds. We are on the clock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Haven't even, haven't even got my full coughs out. Um, oh, man. But I, I think he's cleared the protocols, right? Well, if he clears the protocol is what Mike said yesterday. Now, he expects okay. full participation today and tomorrow. But that is kind of like, we'll see. You know, we, we got to see. Yeah. It's like last week with Terrell Edmonds. You know, he was yeah. – he was downgraded before the game a couple weeks ago and then, you know, upgraded this past week. You know, it's it's interesting because you're not really sure. So, again, the question is if they clear him to Kenny or not to Kenny. Ah, okay. If cleared. Um, man, it's so tough because it's like it's one of those things where Right now, because of the Tua, th- because of the Tua situation, That's the and, problem. We're going, and we're going down to Miami. Yes, I question the the return to play protocols now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't trust the process as much. And is that player going to be honest about what they're feeling? Hasn't this right? always it, been part of the problem, though? It had well, and that's what you're trying to get from that stigma, right? That's what they're trying to get players to do is to be more truthful about their health and to not be penalized for it. See, back in the day when you and I played, you were penalized for saying that I don't feel right (laughs) or I don't feel good. Like, they're like, oh, well, guess we need to get somebody else. This guy's not tough enough. 
and then you had guys toughing through multiple concussions walking around the field, you know, all stumbly and cross-eyed. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then, of course, that leads we to – We call that the John uh, Wayne walk, by the way. Yeah, that, that's right. The John Wayne walk, and then that, let, let, that leads to longer – uh, long-term issues that guys don't necessarily see. So at what point do you protect the player from himself? Um, but when you're dealing with concussions, it's an internal feeling. Like, it, like there's some visible things you can see, right. but then there's also some things that you can fake. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's where I question it. And I, I would say, I mean, for me, I give it another week, even if he does pass, because you did the same thing with Terrell Edmonds. What makes Kenny Pickett any different? Um, so I would I would say sit knee jerk reaction, just to give it another week because I don't want to rush him back to play, and I want to see that he's all the way there. All the faculties are there. I don't want to hear him say, "Oh, I forgot that in practice." <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Like, like we or we sails a throw terribly far and away in practice. We don't see it as fans, right? Normally. Um, but that's something to be on the lookout at practice. If he's sailing them or just missing easy passes, okay, he's, his depth perception is still off, right? His anticipation is still right. off. So I wouldn't put it – and especially against an aggressive defense like Miami's. Um, I just wouldn't do it. So that, But that's just me. That's me playing protected – protect Kenny for the long-term uh, phase, Max. Right. Okay, so then – Here's the thing about it. What if what if he just got doinked a little and it wasn't like a full blown concussion concussion? You know what I mean? This is yeah. it. Now you could enter in the protocol and you wonder, okay, maybe he he bounces back because he was just maybe buzzed. It wasn't really getting your you know the brains jellified or anything like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but but they say right if you have a little, it's still. A concussion, right? Yeah, okay. And you don't. And you don't want. You can't be a little bit pregnant, and you can't be a little concussed. That's right. That's right. Either you are or you aren't. Right. Okay. Take the take the take the test. Pee on the stick. Okay. There you go. It's Yoda. <laughs> we got we got to get yeah. Yodified here. You know, yeah. You know, we got Yodified. Try or trying. There is no trying. <laughs> yeah. It's like do or, or not. There is yes. no try. <laughs> I, I almost had it. I almost stuck you the did. landing on it. I just kind of bounced off the edge. Hey, listen. <laughs> But, hey, you got there. Un unlike a concussion, Wolf, you can be close in that one. <laughs> yeah, close, but no yeah, cigar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, close, but no cigar. Hand grenades and horseshoes, baby. You can there be you like go. that on phrases. <laughs> I think, I think that you always thought about that, that hand grenade or or, uh, or horseshoes. You think either one could, could concuss you. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. When hitting the head, both of them hurt really yeah, bad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that would be. By the way, yeah. you know what was really funny, Max, was, and I got to ask Elijah Riley about this because he graduated, I'm sure he graduated West Point, played for Army, right? So, yeah. So um, at one time uh, when my Kyle Jacob was, uh, he was a freshman at, uh, I believe it was at uh, West Point. So I, I, I were talking on the phone. I said, what'd you do today? He goes, we threw grenades, Dad. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? Hey, listen. Listen. Hey, it's all fun until you forget the count. <laughs> yeah. 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 I said that's obviously he ahead. said he's getting the instruction right. And I said, What were you what were you doing? He goes, I was paying attention a lot. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. 
Hey, oh. hey, listen. This is this is not Eastern philosophy of of, of the Middle Ages, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, exactly. You're not going to glaze over with a hand grenade in your. <laughs> no, in your no, 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 no. I yeah. dare say nobody, none of us would jump off sides with a hand, a live hand grenade. In our hands. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> of course, there'd be some that would tempt fate and oh. wait to the nth degree, but just because it's the offensive line thing, you're just gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be a butthead at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly so. Yeah, but uh, but that's why I preferred the grenade launcher wolf over right. the actual physical grenade because you have to pull the trigger before it even starts to, that process. There you go. And it's like away that. from me. Get it far away from me. Yes, so, exactly. So we got two Kenny or not to Kenny. Mike Tomlin says he de- he. Every all of Mike's words to me say we're, we're not having a, a quarterback controversy. Okay, this is not going to be about yeah. blowing in the wind, about yo-yoing back and forth and such. Um, which I, you know, I, I don't think I don't see a quarterback controversy arising. Um, but I think everybody understands when you have this situation about you know where the future lies. But when you say um, he's going to play quarterback if he clears protocol but the the in the backdrop is Tua and and I'm just sitting there going there's a lot of things that make me say you know what Mitch Trubisky might be the best the best guy to go this weekend but this weekend only in that sense yeah no exactly and I'm in the same boat and I I took it the same way you did Wolf when I heard coach is that no Kitty Pigs are starting quarterback from here forward but if unable to play, that's where Mitch's opportunity lies, right? And opportunity meaning he gets to play at that moment. Um, it's not an opportunity to win back a job or anything. Right. So, so I think that's kind of how you have to look at it. But like you said, because and and, it, and more so, I think it's heightened because of the fact that it's this team in this stadium. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like yeah. that's what makes it frustrating, scary. And makes puts it at the front of your mind, and so that's why I would be cautious with Kenny, and bring him back when 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 I feel he's overly ready. You know what I'm saying, like mentally and physically, right? From the concussion because he did he went into protocol, which means he does have one, regardless of mild or severe. And so that's why I'm like, but I also get Mike where he says I trust you know, our independent docs, which probably more than likely came from UPMC, which is one of the foremost experts in the world on concussions. Right. Right. I mean, hell, you, you held out Sidney Crosby for a year mm-hmm. with, with a concussion. So I trust, I trust their judgment that they're going to be impartial and non-biased and that they're going to present it for overall health and medical sake, right? The Hippocratic Oath. Like they, they they believe in that, and they're not going to miss signs or missteps, and use not only medical science but also best judgment, you know, visually and using all the tools available to them to make sure that you have healed from that. Because that the thing with the concussion that that's <clears throat> since that's in your brain and that's a that that's up top neurological. Like there's so many things that we don't see, and so many things we still don't know about the human brain. Right. So you don't want to go out on a hunch or a guess because we've now seen it in a physical manifestation on the field into a Tagovailoa. And we saw what the 
issue is he then takes midbrain trauma and goes into that postured f- position, right? Yep, right. The the the, the stumbling the you mean? Well, no, no. Well, no, the second time he got hit oh, against okay. Cincinnati. Yeah, When yes, he went down yeah. on the field and his hands yeah, curled up. Yeah, you could see the that's stiffness. That's called posturing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's called posturing when you do that. I just call, that, <laughs> yeah. I just call it stiffening up. <laughs> yeah, well, but that but that also means that he has a mid he has a midbrain trauma bleed. Right, right. So that that's the natural effect is that is that is that crimpling or or tightening right. of the hands. And so that's something that you don't want to even come close to dealing with again because that's secondary impact syndrome and that also <clears throat> leads to a 50% mortality rate about. You know, you know who would be interesting? I, I I should try to effort uh Merrill Hodge. Because, you know, Merrill's got a lot of experience in that. He understands it quite well because, of course, he came back to play too early when he was in Chicago. And, and you know, he I remember talking to him afterwards, and he was telling me he didn't even remember, like, he, what he had for breakfast that morning. You know, I mean, this is yeah. a couple months. This is, like, so, a couple weeks later. You know, he still, you know, didn't remember what he had eaten, what he did, you know, anything like that. So it, it might be worthwhile, but regardless of that, you know, one one thing is yes, you have that group here in Pittsburgh that they are indeed the the professionals. I mean, this is where Tua, as I understand, Tua came here to Pittsburgh to be checked out by the docs here, right? After after the second one, right? Was it the second one? I couldn't. Re- I don't think it was the first one. Okay, yeah. So probably after the second one. Um, regardless, you know, yeah, the people here are really good. They do a great yeah. job. They're they're world renowned, and, and Mike says, you know what? I put all all my faith in them. They're going to make the right call, regardless of you know what I think or anybody else thinks. This is going to be all about what the best uh, path of of health here is for Kenny. Because again, it's it's about that. You know, that's really what it's all about. You know, yeah. Do you are you going to donate your brain to the uh, the group afterwards? You know that uh, that uh, Boston whatever. You know, oh, they, the medical group. Well, yeah, we, the, I tried to. We tried to do that for my father, but mm-hmm. if you go on the vent for a certain amount of hours, it it, it makes okay. you ineligible. So it just depends on what long term life looks like uh, for me when I get to that point. <laughs> well, I I laugh because I told my wife Faith because you know they have people will call you and say you know da da da. I said. Look at this, son. I'm finally being recognized for the great brain that I am, right? They want my brain. Like Albert Einstein or Alfred or whoever it was. <laughs> That's right. Remember remember they're going to title it Abby Normal. Yeah, Abby Normal, like in Young Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Who donated this brain? Abby Normal. Abby Normal. <laughs> That's a that's that's another name for Craig Wolfley, you know. Hey, I don't have any drain damage that I know of, right? Oh yeah. my oh, goodness! God. Oh, oh god! Yeah, okay. here we go. <laughs> We're going downhill. But regardless, yeah, we are going downhill. Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing about it: you you look at I look at um, Mitch Trubisky and uh, the way he was able to come and perform. I'm saying, what was the difference between his first what three starts and then uh, then coming off the bench? It points to one thing that he was totally at ease, relaxed, and just let it fly. He just played ball. Pressure relieved. Yeah. That you know that 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 was really that that's what you saw. You saw a guy that had no stress, had no pressure on him to be perfect. He just had to go out and be. And you saw a different Mitch Trubisky. And you know it's one of those things where 
you know, is the backup versus the starter, right? The starter is going to have more pressure to make everything go where the backup is like, okay, this is our last resort. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, right, correct. Whatever happens, happens. Give me Vaughn, right? You know? <laughs> right, Give right. me Wild Thing. You know, we're going to see what happens with him. <laughs> and then and then, and then, when, and then in Major League Two, right, he moves up to the starting position. And then he loses. He tries to change who he is and tries to be more professional as opposed to being who he was, right? You know, it's the glasses, it's the crazy haircut, and just letting it fly. He was concentrating more and therefore was not as efficient. And I think the same thing, you know, with Mitch Trubisky, right? You know, let this guy come out the bullpen and let and let him just just throw straight heat and and get get you the win versus coming out starting, having to be perfect, having to be precise. I think that's what you really saw with Mitch. And I think knowing that you know, hey, I'm not going to be the starter anymore. I'm just here in relief of. So if I take chances, it's okay because I'm not the starter. And I'm here trying to just do what I can to make, help us win. I think that's well said. That's really what it is. It's it's funny how it affects some people. Some people, you know, they they jump up, they rise a level as starters and so forth. Other people, they have they have a sort of mentality of they're better off guys coming off the bench. You know, it's like who, who oh, Vinny Vinny Johnson. Remember him in the old Detroit Pistons? You used to call him oh, uh, yeah. the microwave. He'd come off the oh, bench yeah. and just kill it. You know, but it yeah. was like if you started him, he just wasn't the same player. But when he came off the bench, he was just like poof. And I, I think some guys just handle it better in that way rather than being the starter. I guess. I mean, that's the only thing I can say. Well, and that's why the that's why the NBA has the Sixth Man of the Year award. That's the first guy off the bench True. award. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they recognize that 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 guy is is valuable, right? Because you know he's going in. And you know he's going to have to spell a starter at some point. And who's the best at doing that, right? Is that And it's that guy that normally just is like, hey, I'm out here for my five minutes in this quarter, so let me just go ahead and get what I can while I'm out here. Yeah. <clears throat> let, me just, let me just be an absolute Tasmanian devil. And I think that's the same thing that happens with guys at the NFL is that we don't, we don't quantify that, right? Twelfth guy, you know, there's no twelfth man award. Usually twelfth man is a fan and – you know, they talk about the fans. Right. Especially up in Seattle, right? <laughs> or Texas A&M. Like, they take pride. Oh, we're going to be the 12th man because we're going to scream real loud. So, you don't really have that player that's assuming that type of role. And I like the fact that where Mitch was last week, if you have any questions, any reservations about Kenny Pickett, then I think you should have ultimate confidence that, okay, if we put Mitch in, he'll be fine. Right, mm-hmm. and then and then and then you're gonna and then who's gonna dress? It's going to be uh, Mason. Mason's gonna dress. So just roll into this game with that, um, because oh, I just saw I just saw a thing. It says that Tua is planning to start this Sunday. Okay, I, I just saw a little news flash. Like he's Tonga Vailoa is going through the processes to see if he can start on Sunday. Okay. Well, I, I'm that, not. That, su- li- that literally just flashed across my screen. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Right as we're talking about this, where's where's <laughs> Wes with the the, the sweeping news? You know, I I know wow. Wesley. Where are you, <laughs> Junior Cub reporter? Uh oh! I Come think on, I hear Johnny. it. I think I hear it. Bring it on, Wesley. Wesley Euler here at the SNR News Desk. It appears Tua Tagovailoa is on track to start Sunday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers in prime time. That'll do it for this SNR News update. Max and Wolf, back to you. <laughs> That's you tremendous. Know, 
Yeah, exactly. Pitch to Johnny, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, Johnny. Take the pitch. But he did. you know what? Yeah, he did. He did. Well, on that and that, we're going we're going to break right now, Wolf. <laughs> That was a natural good break there. That sounded good. It was. It was a good one. It was a good I think we should end this segment right here. It ended on, on a high note. Um, but when we come back, let's also kind of kind of uh, continue the conversation. I mean, obviously hearing this news, I mean, I think I have a question I want to pose to you, Wolf, on All the right. other side of this. But before I do that, I want to make sure that everybody knows to subscribe to SNR's newest podcast, Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports. That's right. Stan Saverin is talking nothing but Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and tomorrow, which is Thursday. And you can subscribe today, available on the Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, and everywhere else. I'm just going to make it easy on myself. You are in the locker room. Stay tuned here on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. From an injury standpoint, um, Kenny Pickett's in the concussion protocol. Um, It's my understanding that his work won't be limited in any way uh, in preparation. And so uh, we'll adhere to the protocol and, and, and we'll follow that and let... Um, let that be our guide in terms of participation. I'll say this, um, if he's cleared to play, uh, he'll play. Uh, he'll play quarterback for us. Um, in the meanwhile, man, we'll ready ourselves. He'll be a full participant, is my understanding, tomorrow. Um, and so we'll have him and Mitch um, working at the quarterback position. Steve Sims may be slowed a little bit by a hamstring that, that, that may slow him at the early portions of the week. James Daniel, Daniels, an ankle. Miles Jack, an ankle. Okunjobi, a knee. Uh, Mason Cole has been in and out with that foot slash ankle. Uh, may limit him, but we expect all of those guys um, to show. We've had some guys that's been out and are scheduled to participate on some level tomorrow. And um, obviously, as we push through the week, their levels of participation um, will be our guide. All right, that was Coach Tomlin. Dealing out the laundry list of injuries uh, there. Um, anything else surprise you, Wolf, in, in the injury report? Injury report. Um, hmm. Just, again, at the number of guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know? There's, the, it's the, just The amazing. list in general. That yeah, there the is li- a list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, without really getting specific, it seems to be something that just keeps happening. You know, I mean – uh, it, it is what it is, you know, and you just, the next man up, the next man up was so important last week because we were running out of next men, you know I mean? Yeah, the exactly. next guy, next guy was what? on the, on the <laughs> practice squad or signing to the practice squad or something because it just wasn't, you know, it just, it, we didn't have enough. And fortunately those guys all stepped up so much. I can't even believe what a great job those young men, be it Quincy Wilson, Josh Jackson, whoever that they put back there, you know, they, they stepped up and did a job that I just, you know, a tip of the cap. Or as Heinz Wards always says, you know, take your hat off and give it to them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's what I, I, I have to say is, uh, is a tremendous tip of the cap. It's a tremendous 
um, unification of everyone involved to come together and and play the way that they did. Um, I I do look at this and. Like you said, Wolf, I mean, I was also in the school of thought where the next man up was actually not even in the building on the <laughs> roster um, the way it was looking. I was, I was like, well, who is at home right now watching this that wants to play football Yeah, uh, that might have DB in their history? You remember um, that, you that, came that, off the couch to start, right? I came straight off the couch, Wolf. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was, I, was, I, was, I was literally – well, let's see. The, the what first year was time, that? Okay, yeah. Which, the, that was 2011, right okay. after the lockout. All right, all right. And I literally was out here. No, 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 no. I take that back. I was literally in the Detroit Lions uh, practice facility. Okay. Working out for the Lions to see if I could play, if, if I was going to play for the Lions. And mid-workout, the GM comes in and says, hey, Max, um... Yeah, we're done. Go go shower up, get dressed, and uh, there's a car that's going to wait for you outside. You're going to Pittsburgh. I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Ke- He's like, Kevin called, and uh, they want you back, and they're going to sign you. I was like, what? Huh? <laughs> but I'm working out for you guys right now. Like, what, 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 do you, what do you mean? No, he called. He wants you, so yeah, go. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, okay. So I go back in the locker in like this auxiliary locker room and uh, I go shower, I go get dressed, pack up all, all my football gear. And uh, I, I go outside, get in the car, fly to Pittsburgh. The car picks me up at the airport and drives me straight to the practice facility in the evening. Um, don't, and and my, I'm talking to my wife the whole time on the phone. Cause she's, you know, she's still in Pittsburgh practicing. Wow. So, you know, she, and I'm so like, Hey, babe, you're not going to believe this, but uh, I'm in Pittsburgh. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, the Steelers are going to re-sign me. She's like, well, welcome home. Uh, <laughs> you're because in time for act- dinner. Yeah, yeah, well, I missed dinner, sadly. Oh. She, she was like, she was like I, didn't, I had no plans that you were coming, so I went and got Chinese. Uh, oh. But <laughs> because I'm like, for her, she's, you know, she's working her full. And I'm, I'm out here in Arizona. And at that point, that was like my third, third team workout I had gone on because I, I went to Kansas City. I went to Minnesota, and then I was at I was at Detroit's facility, and um, I remember walking into the facility <clears throat> at nighttime, you know, uh, on on a Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday evening, and I walk upstairs and I go into the uh, the coaches' meeting room, which I didn't even know existed. Funny enough, uh, my whole time <laughs> there, and it was right across from the bathrooms in that middle hallway, you know, okay. where you go upstairs in the facility where all, and yep. to the left where all the meeting rooms are. And I walk in there, and Tomlin's sitting in there, um, Coogs is in there, and and they're talking, and then they look at me, they, they give me a once-over, right? They give me an up-and-down right. look and says, all right. He's like, uh, did you sign with, did you, did you sign the paperwork with Omar? Yeah. <clears throat> Got any questions? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll host no, them. No. <laughs> uh, no. He's like, all right, well, report to the facility tomorrow. Welcome back. You know, wow. and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he, I was like, uh, so I, and then I was like, well, coach, I do have a question. I'm like, why? He was like, well, we were going to bring you back a week earlier, but we're like, ah, I wanted to make you sweat a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> make sure you were ready to rock and roll. So, ah, oh, that's just mean, man. Yeah. I was, like, I was like, oh God. 
And then I show up to the facility, you know, to the next morning. And Coogs, we get to the office library. Coogs goes through the starting lineup. All right, uh, you know, Gilly, yeah, you're going to be at right tackle. Uh, <clears throat> Ramon, you're at right guard. Pounce, you're at center. Uh, Willie, you're at left guard. And Max, yeah, Max, you're, you're going to be a starting left tackle. I was like, what? I was like, wait a second. It, it has been literally 11 months since I last played football organized. Because uh, this is right after my ne- my neck injury, right? And so I'm like, I'm like, uh, or he's like, yeah, yeah, no, you'll be fine. Yeah, listen, Jonathan Scott, Jonathan's gonna tap his head. You know, Jonathan will come in if you tap your helmet, obviously to give you a blow. But you know, kind of just go get it out your system, you know, and just get back into it. But yeah, you're starting left tackle. So I just remember looking back. Jonathan Scott has just like the ultimate like just gas face. Yeah. You know, he's just he, – he's just he, – he's pouty. And I'm like, oh, this is going to go well in practice today. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. Cause, you know, because he had – you know, he just signed an extension. And obviously, I got released uh, before training camp. So, <clears throat> I just remember going in at practice and we're, 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 we're in – I forgot what drill. So, my, uh, let me fast let – me, let me rewind real quick. At the opening meeting, Coach Tomlin makes it – you know, hey, welcome back, Max. Max is back in the squad, back in the, back in the saddle with us. You know, he's going to contribute and help us out. Um, he's like, oh, and by the way, because Max is coming back, we're going double pass this week, guys, <laughs> just to make sure that Max is up to speed. I was like, oh, Whoa. no. So, so everybody is, like, grumbling because this right. is, like, week five. Right. And they're like, holy crap. They just got used to, you know, one day of pads and one day of shells, and now we're going Wednesday, Thursday pads. Um, and so I'm just like, oh, God. I was like – and then my first – of course, my first two days back are straight in pads. Like, there's no acclimation period here. No. I missed that opportunity. It's now get it in, and we were playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, hey, I went out. I, I practiced. And and you know what? I started the game, and Coos was like, oh, I'm going to take you out for one series. I was like – I was like, why? He's like, it's like, just because it gets you back in the mode of it. But don't worry. I'll get it out of the way in the first half. Well, the first half goes and comes. No, no taking me out of a series. And then I'll you're never tapping forget your, it. You're probably tapping your helmet almost enough to give yourself a concussion. Nobody's responding. Yeah. Nobody's – no way. No, no, nobody hears my cries. Yes. Nobody hears my cries. So, I'll never forget this. We get on the sidelines at Jacksonville. We're playing Jacksonville. And we just had like a, uh, like a, uh, like a three and out, right? We were backed up like – Inside the twenty, right. you know, and, and and we and so uh, no, I take that back. I'm sorry. It was not a three and out. It was like a six and out. So we got the first first down because right, you want to get beyond the twenty. True. And then and then we we came up short on the on the next on the next uh, set of downs, and who's like, all right, I'll have you sit out the next series, man. So I'm like, when, when I came to the sidelines, we run a fake punt that was with Ryan Mundy. And Monday, Monday gets the first down. He almost he returns it inside the twenty on the other side of the field. I remember right? that. Huge, yes, you remember that huge yeah. play. And so I'm like, oh man, all right, I'm ready. But he's like, no, 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 this is your series. I'm like, no, Cougs, no, don't get, take my series when we're inside the red zone. <laughs> he's like, no, no, just sit down here. We scored two plays later. He's like, all right, you're back in. I was like, you. <laughs> what I was. <laughs> So, so I was hot. ready to go. What are you was, doing to me? I was like, why don't you take me out the next time when we're actually getting the ball back and it's backed up? Like that's a series. I was like, this is this is this is icing on the cake. We're inside the like we're in three plays. We're either going to have scored a touchdown or a field goal. Like that. That's it. That's your only options at this point. 
hey, you take me out of the shortest series of the game. I was like, I was, oh my God. Well, yeah, we scored two plays. So I'm like, I missed those two plays in that first game, but I played the rest of it. So oh it was, it was my. Just funny. The, the trepidations of, of coming in like that. That's just, that's amazing. You know, it really is an yeah. amazing story, but you understand what it takes to play. You know, you, yeah. you, you've been a player for 11 years. months yeah. off. Wolf. 11. That's amazing. 11, 11 months off. And I go play left tackle for all but two plays in the game. So <laughs> I understand exactly what that looks like for these guys. <laughs> that's uh, that's why I wanted you to relay it because that's one of the things that we always yeah. seek to do is to be bringing the personal experience forward, you know, so if the fans understand, you know, this is take them where they can't go, and that's inside the helmet. When you just get signed up and then it's like you got to go. I mean, it's, it's, cra- it's a crazy feeling. It's like I, I, I was talking about just the other day, I think, with you or with somebody else. When I first blew out my ACL back in 85, I think it was, um, and he just cut it out, you know, and so I missed, I think, like yeah. six weeks, and then I still played 11 games, and I remember the very first one, my first one back was Cincinnati. I'm sitting at Three Rivers. I just practiced uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and we had our Friday, three days of pads on the artificial turf, so you can imagine my knee was all jacked up oh, and swollen. It, it felt it felt tremendous <laughs> yeah just tremendous <laughs> yeah it felt like two knees and one knee and, and you know <laughs> you always wonder what citrus feels like and that's a grapefruit <laughs> on your knee that was it that's exactly it that's exactly what it felt like and chuck walked over and he said okay you're starting sunday i'm like going uh could could i just in my mind i'm thinking could i just back up and you know <laughs> Uh, kind of yeah. ease into this a little bit. Uh, no, 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 no. Hey, no fat man tight end for me. No, no, just a couple <laughs> plays. I, yeah, jumbo, a couple, yeah, a jumbo, jumbo package. You know, uh, you know, and and I was sitting there in my mind. The first thing I thought was, I don't even know if I can make it through warmups. The way my knee was feeling right at that moment, you know. But yeah, there's, there's there was medicinal ways of of handling that back in the day. But certainly, well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, this, and here's the thing, Wolf. Yes. I have a very similar story to you as well. Right. For that. On the same thing. Remember, so I tore my ACL in the Denver Broncos playoff game that we'll never talk about again. Right. Right. It's the, the one moment that Tebow had, the one pass oh, that Tebow yes. had of all yes. time. I remember that. That playoff game. Yeah. So I tore my ACL in the first half of that game, um, and I was a free agent that, that off season. So I was just going through rehab um, – and, you know, I was a free agent. So, you know, nobody wanted to touch me. Nobody wanted to even, even have well, a workout. See, you should have just cut it out. You know, Ronnie Lott yourself. <laughs> yeah, no. But, see, I, I appreciate now that I can walk the sidelines and have, and have no issues. <laughs> and I can do physical activities. So, I, I, I knew, I, I, knew I, couldn't, I couldn't go without it. Yeah, so, I So, but it was funny. It was right before the um, – what was the last one? The Dark Knight. Um movie premiere oh yeah in pittsburgh and i'm coming back for my um for my who was it four month my i was going coming back for my four month um uh checkup mm-hmm. because i was still injured and under you know under the steelers um rehab protocols right. so they couldn't release me injured even though i was a free agent um so i remember going in and i i got invited to the to the premiere to watch it um because Thomas Toll knew how much I, I enjoyed, you know, comics and everything else. And so it was like, hey, Max, man, yeah, it's going to be right down the street from your house. You know, definitely you and you and Tiffany are invited. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Um, 
But, you know, and I knew what time it started. You know, Tiffany knew. She was at the house um, getting ready uh, before the premiere. And I was at the Steelers facility because I had to go see Dr. Bradley. Right. And Dr. Bradley, no, this is the fun. So I do. I know we have to go to break, but I have to tell this part. <laughs> Dr. Bradley, I'm going into his office, and I'm sitting there waiting. And Doc Bradley goes, hey, Max, how you doing? I'm like, well, I'm feeling pretty good. I've been – I've been doing all my rehab. Like I did my mandatory rehab at Steelers facility. Then once they cleared me to go do offsite rehab, I came straight out here to Arizona and went to uh, Exos and was doing the rest of my rehab with their mm. PT squad. Um, and and so they hadn't. So the Steelers hadn't seen me for literally like two and a half months. Okay. So I go into Doc Bradley. Doc Bradley's like, all right. He's like, Let, let's test it out. All right, here, let's go out in the hallway. I want you to walk down and walk back. And so he looked. He was like, all right, can you can you jog? I'm like, yeah, I can jog. I was like, mm. well, jog down and jog back. I was like, all right. So I do it. He's, he, so he's like, huh. It's like, man, you look good for six months rehab, post-rehab, post-surgery. Uh, I was like, doc, it's only been four months. He's like, what? And he looked at me, and he looked down at the notes. He's like, I'll be right back. I was like, oh, shit. Did he, <laughs> did he like, write the wrong thing down, like, my surgery date or what is it? I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, oh, geez. I was like, something bad's about to happen. And so he literally he, – he's gone for, like, five minutes. I'm like, what is he doing? I'm like, I'm just standing in the hallway. Like, he didn't tell me to go back in the waiting room. He just standing in the hallway. So I eventually walked back in the waiting room – or walked back in the, in the exam room because I'm like, all my stuff's there. Like, I didn't have any shoes on or anything. So I'm like, right. I'm just, I was like, this is weird. And then he's like, all right, um, go see Norwig uh, down at Steelers facility. I'm good here. He's like, you're looking good, looking good. And he just check, check, you checked all the boxes. I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, go, go to this training facility. I literally sat there with Norwig uh-huh. for like two hours. Norwig asked me nothing. <laughs> he was just like, uh, I'm just waiting for something. He's like, yeah, I heard everything's good. He's like, you're four months post-op, right? I'm like, yeah. Four months. I was like, yes. How many times did he ask you that over the course of a couple hours? I I mean, I was like, like, did everybody forget I had a surgery? I'm like, what is going (laughs) on here? And then and he's like, uh, we're just waiting on Omar. I was like, why are we waiting on Omar? Like, Omar's not a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) And then Omar is like, Omar's back. Go upstairs and see Omar. And my agent calls me right before. He's like, hey, they're going to offer you a contract, Max, to come back. I was like, what? Say what? Yeah. He's like, apparently you healed faster than they thought, and uh, they want to sign you and get you in for training camp. I'm like, oh, God, okay. okay. I was like, couldn't somebody have told me this like five hours earlier? I'm like, I'm trying to get to the premiere of this Batman movie, and you guys are just – all this suspense and quietness and and, 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 and and not telling me what's going on, but it ended up doing that. I started on Pup with Hamp and uh, Richard Mendenhall. Okay. And then they're like, oh, we're going to take it slow. You're going to be on Pup. You're not going to practice – Da 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 da, and then that Philly game happened where Mike Adams gave up like three sacks in the oh, preseason yeah. game. Yep, yep. <clears throat> and they were like, "Okay, well, Max, well, Max, you're off the pup list." Apparently, <laughs> they signed you off. I was like, "What? <laughs> what, do, what do you mean?" Like, I didn't even travel to Philly that game. Like, it was me, mm-hmm. Hamp, and Rashad. We was watching the game from from uh, training camp. Oh, really? You we, were, we were up at the yeah, we were up at the facility because we had to do all the rehab work while while they were gone. Yes, okay. Because so we were still going out on the field practicing and everything else. Um, and they're like, yeah, Max, you're gone. I was like, well, what about Hamp and Rashad? Oh, no, no, they're still on there. You're off. It's like, <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, and then, I, and then when Coogs gets back to the facility after the day off, he's like, yeah, by the way, Max, yeah, it, it happened again. Yeah, you're starting. I was like, what? <laughs> 
Yeah, you're starting against Buffalo, game three, which oh, is the one man. where the starters go three quarters, right? You know, I'm, it's on artificial turf. Yep. I'm worried about the knee. I'm yes. like, man, oh, I know my exactly God. what you're talking about. And started every play the rest of that season. There you go. That's <laughs> that's what it is. You know, I mean, when you, you're you're a player, you understand. That's you know, yeah. that's why with the concussion, it's good to have people that are there to protect you from yourself. Because as long yes. as you, a real player, you know, as long as he's able to function to the degree where you know you have mobility and movement, you you keep going back out there. It's just it's a natural yeah. thing. That is your instinct because. You know, the, I came in with guys like Mike Webster and John Kolb and everything, and we got to go to break, so I'm going to cut this off uh, r- real quick. But, you know, when you're around tough people, you want to be one of the tough guys, and that that's exactly. what you learn. And now it's the culture of change. So regardless, you know what? Next segment, I want to talk about one of the – Biggest factors going into the Steelers, going into the Steelers, uh, going in the Steelers' favor is Sunday night. We'll talk about that when we come back, Max. Well, absolutely. And before we do, while we're on this uh, nice little commercial break, make sure you go talk to your your friendly Alexa in your house. Yeah, you know, you can use Alexa to find all of our wonderful SNR lineup of shows by simply saying, "Hey Alexa, play SNR Radio on iHeartRadio," and Guess what? She'll do the rest. It's that simple. So get your Amazon Alexa or go talk to your existing Amazon Alexa, and she'll do the rest. But like you said, we'll be back in a moment. You're in the locker room. Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. As we begin the second quarter, a 30-degree difference. Visitors sideline, home sideline. How about that? You know, I, we left off, I said, one of the biggest factors that weighs in favor of the Steelers is it's a night game. Because if it was a day game, you had a situation last week where the mini bikes come down and on their sidelines, because the stadium is designed that the, the uh, Dolphins, the home team, will be in the shade and the visiting team will be in the sunlight. It was 122 degrees uh, you know, baking on the sidelines where the Vikes were, and it was only like low 90s where the Dolphins were. Now, I know that those, you know, those were thermometers they're taking with the sun blasting on them the whole time, but that's a lot of heat, especially for a northern team like Minnesota to come down into and have to play. That's a ginormous advantage for the, the, the Dolphins to play in that sort of weather. What say you, Max? Yeah, no, I mean that that is one that you know you you try you try and drown out the team. <clears throat> That's essentially what you're trying to do, and or sweat listen, out the, the team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's what it is. You're drowning them in sweat, yeah. um, and you're trying to just deplete them um, from uh, electrolytes and everything else, trying to force them to cramp. But I, I think you know, with the turn in weather, you know that that's good, that that's happening. I don't know if that'll be as big a factor. Um, and the Steelers might actually welcome it. Like, hey, is it going to be warmer? Okay, my, my joints stay looser. They're going to be colder. Well, first of um, all, it's at night, so the sun's not beating yeah. down on them. And you're a Florida boy. You know what that is. Man, it, it, it's it's a huge advantage. It's a huge advantage to play a night game against Miami. I remember going down to Miami 
it was my uh, what was that? My sophomore, junior? No, my senior year. Senior year, we're down in Miami. It's week three, so it is full blown September, and it was hot. And we, but here's the thing: we played a night game, Wolf, mm-hmm. against Miami, and the humidity. Oh yeah, that was that was coming off in September <laughs> was atrocious, and it was it was so hot. I was literally cramping on the sidelines, like. And because it was the first half, I couldn't go in and get an IV. So what they were doing, I'll never forget this. I was laying down on the tarp on the sidelines, and they were they were just dumping ice cubes on me. Yep. Yeah, I can imagine. And I'm, si- and I'm sitting there in like an ice, like igloo, a body igloo <laughs> of ice around me, and it's just melting. So I'm just getting soaked. Um, they elevated my feet so my shoes, so my cleats wouldn't get wet, right? You don't want right. wet slog shoes and then when we'd have to go back in they they would just lift me up i'd go i'd go stick legs straight yep. to stand because if i bit i was gonna cramp right yeah and they would lift lift me back up and then i would trot out on the field for the next series oh it was, man it was, oh it was painful but that was even a night game where it still snuck up on you because you're like ah it's dark the sun's not out but the humidity was still there yes so the good thing is a lot of that humidity has kind of left um, this time of year as, as we're getting into mid-October. But it's still something you do have to be conscious of. Um, so hopefully, guys, just make sure they hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. But at least the sun's not on you. Yes. At least the sun's not on you in that moment. But it is something that could creep up on you um, playing down in Miami. But I think the Steelers will be well-equipped for that because, once again, when you play in Latrobe, you get humidity. You get right. high humidity over there in the Valley for some strange reason. It tends to sit there, and there was many a sweaty, sweaty days, right, that oh, we had yes. up there where we're like, okay, well, I, I'm going to have to change this shirt before I go uh, <laughs> before I go up on the show, or you wore a different shirt um, after you did after you did the show and walked down on the field. So it's something that you have to be aware of, but I think it plays in the Steelers' favor that they'll have guys who are ready for that. And, I mean, a lot of guys have played humidity, so it should not be a factor – against the Dolphs. No. I, the big the big clam bake is in the afternoon sun. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really yeah. when it gets to you. And certainly, uh, matter of fact, one time we played down in uh, Miami, and uh, I ended up going to the hospital after the game was over. First play of the third quarter was a two-trap coming around. I was digging. I was trying to dig out John Offerdahl, the, the excellent inside linebacker that they had back in the, uh, what that must have been mid-'80s, somewhere in there. And, uh, you know, the, as I as I was moving, getting them dug out there, my one leg cramped briefly, you know, like it, it, as you're digging the guy out. And, and then, you know, I, I knew going back at home thinking, this ain't going to end well. And it was like always every other time. I finished the game, okay, about 10, 15 minutes after the game, I'm sitting there throwing down Gatorades, you know, electrolytes, everything I could do because we didn't have the IV bags like you guys had, you know, back in the day. Uh, during my time, or at least, did you have did you have uh, IVs available to you back then? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we didn't. Okay, so all I know is the next thing I know is there's I'm I'm going in the ambulance and I'm in the hospital and I had to stay over there and then come back on my day off flying commercial. That was a bummer. But regardless, I think we better get to a break because we got Jim Wexel coming up. We do have the Wexinator coming up, and Ooh, so Wexinator. with I like that, that. Yeah, the Wexinator. So 
we're going to step aside. And you know what also happens after this commercial break, Wolf? What's that? It's power hour, baby. <laughs> hour two here. Here in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ESPN Radio. It comes alive. <laughs> 